Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Palm Wine Central. I'm one of your hosts, Uncle AK. And I guess that's uh, my part, Smoking Joe. It's official. And <laughs> we back. Aziz is here. Aziz is in the house. Aziz is baba. Aziz is in the house. <laughs> Man, this is Sunday. Happy Sunday, bro. Happy mm-hmm. Sunday, bro. Likewise, time. likewise. Last time I seen you guys, uh, it was Sunday. We recorded <laughs> a dope episode, man. Got some good reviews on that. Mm-hmm. Please, please keep them coming. I, 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 I wish you guys can actually leave that on the you know podcast channel. Comment that stuff on the podcast channel. Mm-hmm. That will help us. Help us. Help us. You circle this round, man. Anyways, just help us, man. Leave that comment there. Still appreciate you know you guys contacting us. You know one on one. It means a lot. Follow us on all social platforms at Palm Wine Central. Uh, subscribe, like, share with your aunties, uncles, you know, exes, ex exes, whichever. So, man, uh, again, diving into a deep topic, uh, but we're going to unpack things. Uh, I'm going to take it back a little bit. I think uh, I've probably mentioned this in the past before, but I'm going to bring it up and, and uh, I guess modernize it a little bit. But, um, once upon a time, there was uh, this movie that we were all craved about, um, Black Panther. And one of the things that was, uh, you know, stood out so much in that movie was just this idea of it gave black people hope, um, especially about what was possible. Um, you know, those sort of heroic figures and symbolisms that it showed us. Um, but the one thing that stood out to me and I started to question was, you know, that's just virtual reality. But what about what's actually going on in black communities? And uh, this idea that, you know, the movie could grow so much money, you know, billions of dollars. But how come we haven't grossed that level of income within the black community? Why is that level of money not circulating within our community? Um, Aziz talked about that last week on our last episode, you know, about how the black dollar doesn't circulate enough in our community. And even in my, you know, in the past few weeks, I've been having conversations and even getting involved in projects uh, with community-based development um, in mind. And it sort of bears the question um, that we're going to be unpacking tonight, uh, this idea of handouts versus handcrafted success. You know, how much longer are black people in the black communities going to be waiting on help versus, um, you know, leveraging their own skill set? So let's talk about it. Um, As far as black people, Africans, diaspora, all of us involved here um, reshaping our community and what that looks like. So I'm gonna kick off with the first question. Um, what do you guys think are the future partnerships that we need as Africans and equally black Americans in order to grow in our communities? Aziz. Hmm. Um, I'll start by saying the first partnership we need is a, an understanding that we're not separate. Hmm. We're the same people, right? Mm-hmm. There's nothing special about you, right? We all struggling in these streets. Mm-hmm. So the first step is understanding that everybody's going through something. Mm-hmm. We're all trying to get there mm-hmm. and we can get there if we get there collectively and not individually, right? Mm-hmm. The people, our counterparts, they do so well because they understand the importance of community, right? Mm-hmm. And for whatever reason, we're so proud that we can't come to our brothers. We can't come to our sisters and say, this is what I'm dealing with. How can you help me with this? Mm-hmm. How do I go about this? Even if it's somebody that's already there, mm-hmm. we got to get out of out of our own ways first, right? Mm-hmm. And before we can get anywhere else, we got to respect each other. Mm-hmm. We don't get any respect from anybody else because we don't respect ourselves. And they look at us and they say, whatever. Mm-hmm. 
even more than that, do you think there are any like industries or sectors in particular that will you know benefit as far as partnerships? Absolutely, uh, technology, right? Mm-hmm. The knowledge transfer and technology, just yes. the renaissance of technology. Mm-hmm. If we could take those industries individually and collectively back home, mm-hmm. that would that would do wonders, right? Mm-hmm. I think uh, AK and I were just having this conversation talking about how technology, and it's been said, and we agree with it, that technology is probably the greatest leverage or asset that we could use to leverage in our communities um, as far as growth. Uh, if you think about the private and public sector, uh, AK, what do you think um, as far as partnerships that you'd want to see or think could be beneficial in order to grow black communities? Mm. You know me, man, I cannot start without, you know, uh, pointing out the problem first mm-hmm. and seeing how we could possibly drill down to solutions. Mm-hmm. There is this, we had an episode on Stuck in the Podcast. Shout out to Stuck in the Podcast. I didn't even say this episode is sponsored by Stuck in the Podcast. Pew, pew, pew. <laughs> <laughs> but that divide, man, mm-hmm. between the black, in, no, that divide in the black community, mm-hmm. right? A lot of people shower from that topic. To me, there is there is that divide. Mm-hmm. I don't, even, even in Africa, right, between north, mm-hmm. south, west, yeah. and east, mm-hmm. yeah. there is a divide, and central too. The mentality is different, mm-hmm. right? They say charity begins at home. How do we expect partnerships mm-hmm. to happen if we can even if we can even partners with our own brothers and sisters in the house, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. They say, oh, do not bring family, do not mix business and and and, and family. Mm-hmm. But shouldn't it be the other mm-hmm. way around? Right, right. Who would you trust more than family? Exactly. Right. You know what I mean? And my business is my family. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Right, so we have to we have to put in that work mm-hmm. the same way as we putting in work with, you know, in relationships when a man goes and you know gets a woman say yo let's go create our own family mm-hmm. you go create that relationship we have to be able to create those relationships at home too mm-hmm. it's not easy bro mm-hmm. you know what I mean? it's not easy for example me and my brother right doing stuck in the middle like everybody sees the end result mm-hmm. but what goes on behind the scenes <laughs> it's tough man yeah. like. Two guys, mm-hmm. two separate mentalities. Mm-hmm. It's my way or the highway. Mm-hmm. I'm right. You're wrong. You're wrong. I'm right. Mm-hmm. How do we find balance, that mm-hmm. middle ground? I say, oh, you know what? Now, this time around, your idea makes sense. Mm-hmm. And then how does that person to in turn next time say, oh, your idea makes sense, right? Mm-hmm. But bringing it back to partnerships. I posted this thing on, on the gram. Mm-hmm. Your helping you succeed mm-hmm. does not change who I am. Hmm. In anything, it makes me even greater. Why? Because there's something that I'm taking from you. Mm-hmm. Not directly, but indirectly in terms of knowledge. Mm-hmm. We all agree here that knowledge is key. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So me helping you, I'm gaining something that I didn't even have in the first place. Knowledge. Mm-hmm. Some knowledge in what you're doing. Now, when it's my turn, mm-hmm. what's stopping you from helping me? Mm-hmm. And that's where a lot of people see it wrong. Because I invest in your dream, Joe, mm-hmm. because I take $300 and put in your dreams, mm-hmm. does not mean that you take $300 and put in my dreams too. That expectation factor plays mm-hmm. in this. Mm-hmm. But as blacks, man, we need to be able to say, bro, I see you want to get into that thing. And this is, to me, these are your struggles, mm-hmm. right? And lay them down and have that conversation because it starts with conversation. Mm-hmm. Now, when we cannot, when we cannot even have that conversation to talk, how are we supposed to even partner in the first place? So to me, it begins with that conversation of what are your struggles? Mm-hmm. How can I help? 
Mm-hmm. These are my struggles, and I need help in such and such. We let our, like we may say, quote unquote, fragile ego, right, <laughs> kind of yeah. stop us from advancing mm-hmm. in life. Or we are trying to compare, saying, "Oh yeah, just because that man, you know, is doing this, I have to be doing that too." Mm-hmm. And it goes back to our last episode of what are you passionate about, mm-hmm. and what can you do? Mm-hmm. Two different things. Mm-hmm. Just being a brother's brother, like as this we say, mm-hmm. right, and a sister's cover, mm-hmm. would set you apart from others in terms of collaboration, in terms of brotherhood and all that. Mm-hmm. But um, given the, let's look at it, well, it applies in both, in both regions, you know, whether it's America or in Africa, given politics and leadership, you know, uh, private sector, sort of capitalism, the way we know it, do you think there is an opportunity for those two to coexist? to actually help each other in the same way that we're saying, you know, as individuals, whether it's, uh, you know, brothers in between themselves or black people across, you know, Africans, and <clears throat> African-Americans um, having to help each other. Mm. Um, it's a little bit different in, in a private public sector context because there's money involved, there's, mm. you know, different level of interest. But do you think that it's still possible? And what would that look like? It is possible. Mm-hmm. Um, it's very possible. Mm-hmm. There's nothing that's impossible. It just takes for two heads to sit down mm-hmm. and come to an agreement, right? Mm-hmm. Let's put let's put America aside. Let's focus mm-hmm. on Africa. Mm-hmm. We Africans think alike. Mm-hmm. I don't care who says what, bro. We think alike. We could say, oh, yo, that person is bad or this country is bad. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, when you actually sit down and look within, <laughs> we are one people, bro, because they have the same mentality. Yeah. We'll sit and shun the other people like, oh, nah, F those people, mm-hmm. right? They're not, they're nothing. They're not good. Mm-hmm. But you're sitting here talking. Are you better than them? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Are you better than them? Let me put it in context. Our leaders mm-hmm. go out. Mm-hmm. They learn the ways of the white man. And they come in. They know damn well mm-hmm. that, oh, yeah. Um, for example, in Cameroon, a president has seven years. If I'm, if I'm elected president in Cameroon today, I have seven years, mm-hmm. right, till I'm done. Mm-hmm. But then you see someone like Bia who's been since I was born, he's been president. <laughs> and let's just say he's still alive to God knows when. Mm-hmm. He will still be president the way from, from the look of things, right? Mm-hmm. How can one man just sit and say, you know what? I'm it for this country. Mm-hmm. I'm it. A lot of people say, yo, things have to get really bad to get better. How bad does it have to get <laughs> to get better? Mm-hmm. How bad, mm-hmm. right? Move. Give room <laughs> for somebody else to try. Yeah. You've been trying for so long. Move. Mm-hmm. Give space. Even if it goes down, at least we can see that, you know, we tried something else. I didn't work. And we got to try something else again. But to just say, I'm going to tell you that, no, um, this is it. This is this. Nah, bruh. Why? Because they are trained. They are trained to suppress. Mm-hmm. The women got the education to come and suppress. Mm-hmm. I want power. And I want it now. Mm-hmm. And I want it forever. So how am I going to do this? Mm-hmm. I'll please the white man. And I'll put you guys on bondage. Mm-hmm. Right? Type mm-hmm. of thing. So that partnership starts with our leaders. Mm-hmm. They speak for us. It's like in a relationship, right? Mm-hmm. You have to defend your woman. Mm-hmm. And your woman has to defend you. Mm-hmm. You know, vice versa. Mm-hmm. Our leaders are like, no, nah, man, forget you guys. We're mm-hmm. getting that money. Mm-hmm. We're going to put it in our pockets. It's just us and our families. Mm-hmm. So it starts there for me. I'll just say that uh, all too often our leaders are rewarded for misleading the masses. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. And until we get to that place where we have an understanding of what power really looks like, mm-hmm. because a lot of us think we understand power, mm-hmm. but we've never seen power and we don't understand how it really moves, mm-hmm. generally speaking, right? Mm-hmm. So even those that are quote unquote leaders, right? Mm-hmm. They're in a position of power, but they're really mm-hmm. in a position of controlled opposition. Mm-hmm. So the person or the people or the entity that is in power mm-hmm. is telling them how to do their job mm-hmm. and they're okay with it because it gives them the opportunity to suppress the people that are underneath them. That can't be good enough for leaders. Mm-hmm. And and really, as a leader, you really have to understand your identity too, right? Mm-hmm. And too many times our identity is vested in another man, another entity, another country. Mm-hmm. And really it starts from above, right? Mm-hmm. Until you have a found, found, a found and sound foundation in your leader, right? Mm-hmm. You're never really going to have a true leadership. Mm-hmm. Our leaders just mislead. That's all they do. I think it was uh, former President Ellen Johnson Sirleaf where she said Africa isn't Africa isn't poor, it's just poorly managed. Mm, mm-hmm. exactly. So listening to you say that, and it's, I mean, again, you know, just harping on what you said, um, I think a lot of leaders uh, define their position, uh, their power based on their position, right. as opposed to their actual level of influence. Because right. when you start to remove those people behind them that are actually pulling the strings, their power completely disappears. Yep. All that's left is the title, the position, the post. Yep. But if you can't really bring about impact for the people, um, you know, what can you really do from there? Yep. And the other thing that I'll say is I always find it so ironic that African leaders take so much pride in, you know, being able to get gifts and, you know, spoils and things like that. Because if you do good and do right by the people, who's to say that they won't treat you like a king everywhere you go? Yep. You'll never have to pay for another meal. You never have to pay for another restaurant. They'll be so thankful for what you did um, as far as bringing, uh, you know, prosperity into the community that, um, you know, why would they not want to take care of you in the same way that you took care of them? Mm, that's um, a great point, bro. And Cause we got to get to a place where we redefine success too. Mm-hmm. And success is not how many cars you have, mm-hmm. how big your house is, how much money you make. Mm-hmm. It's actually supposed to be a lot deeper than that. Mm-hmm. And even probably even defining how we understand what leadership is. Like mm. we're talking about, is it, you know, just having power? Is it having a position? Is it being able to have positive influence on those people mm-hmm. um, because it begs the question then uh, especially in Africa we talk about whenever we think leaders we think about politicians but what about all the other people in in positions of influence people that are you know in the US they refer to people as captains of industry what are those you know industry level experts in Africa in whatever regard whether they have a degree whether they just their level of influence in whatever sector that they're operating in how do they then leverage that to partner with other people that are also uh, in positions like them, that are captains of industry, uh, people that are at the forefront of their communities and really start to affect this sort of communal change. So just harping off that, um, you know, we're kind of delving into this idea of how you add value. Um, And I'll break it up into three parts um, as far as the youth, as far as, um, you know, uh, the diaspora, um, especially us moving back um, and contributing back to Africa. Um, and also, you know, as I mentioned, industry professionals. So I'll start off there. What influence do you think uh, or what ways do you think the youth will be able to add value? We often talk about millennials and they, they act in all crazy and wild. But the one thing we can honestly give them credit for is they're fearless. Yes. It almost seems reckless yes. and, and they lack a direction, but they at least know when they want to change something. Um, and what, what value do you think the youth can add uh, moving forward. Uh, I mean, to, that, <clears throat> to that point you made, right? Mm-hmm. If 
you're being dealt the wrong hands for so long. Mm-hmm. There comes a point in time when you want to be dealt the right hands, mm-hmm. especially if you know what the right hand is. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, it's sad to sit here mm-hmm. in the States, right? And see what's happening in Africa right now. Mm-hmm. You, you wonder how can you help? Where do you even start? There's corruption. There is all these different factors, right, that you have to think about. Mm-hmm. Um, who to trust, who not to trust, how to invest and how not to. It's, it's, it's a shame mm-hmm. that we have all these different external factors in Africa, influencing Africa, quote unquote. But we mm-hmm. cannot go in, right, and influence how we Africans know how to, really. Mm-hmm. The Chinese, the Lebanese, mm-hmm. all these different people. To me, when I sit and look at it, I'm like, damn, this scramble for Africa been a whole new way, mm-hmm. right? That is not spelled out as we read in history books. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, in Cameroon, I go in to do business. I'm faced with bribery. Mm-hmm. I have to bribe my way through all these different things. And I'm using that word sparingly, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but then when a white person comes in, they just go at it. Mm-hmm. What makes them better than, mm-hmm. right, me who I'm from there? Mm-hmm. So it's a little bit tough when you even have that feeling of, damn, my own people too, you know, going in. Bruh, if you ship a container to Cameroon right now, mm-hmm. let's just say a nonprofit container, you know, medical supplies and all, why not? Mm-hmm. You get taxed stupidly mm-hmm. at the ports. Mm-hmm. In my mind, I'm thinking, yo, I'm coming to help. Mm-hmm. Add, not even help, but add value mm-hmm. to my country because I see that we are missing medical supplies, uh, hospital beds, you know, not enough beds in the hospital to hold people and all, why not? Why are you leaving so much tax on me to remove this container from the ports and stuff like that? Mm-hmm. If you go, I mean, I've never sent a port back home, but I'm pretty sure that if you go into, and not just Cameroon, most Nigeria, Congo, mm-hmm. all these different countries, mm-hmm. you will see so much containers yeah. at the ports. Mm-hmm. What the fuck are they doing there? Mm-hmm. Why are they sitting there? Mm-hmm. How can we get our leaders to understand that we would love to invest in Africa? Mm-hmm. Just give us the way. No, not the way, but open up that path. Mm-hmm. The path is there. Mm-hmm. Just free it. Mm-hmm. Let's come in, do business, help out the best way we can, and life continues, right? Mm-hmm. Let's not just put on the government, the inhabitants as well. Mm-hmm. When somebody comes to help, recognize that help. Mm-hmm. See the value they're about to add, right? And add your weight to it too. So this, we see this thing to fruition. We see most of our, uh, you know, people's back home you go to to help and then they're like, oh man, what's my own cut? It's for all of us, bro. Mm-hmm. We're all going to enjoy from this. Why you just focus only on you? Mm-hmm. And that's where, to me, that's where the greatest problem is because everybody's me, 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 mm-hmm. and not us. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes, the youth wake up and say, oh man, now, um, like SARS, for example, the youth, mm-hmm. the phone crisis, the youth are rallying, mm-hmm. you know, um, Congo, mm-hmm. Namibia, all this, the youth, I'm finally waking up and saying, yo, we can actually do this. Mm-hmm. But why did it really take, for example, the SARS movement in Nigeria mm-hmm. for the rest of the other folks to say, yo, we can rise up like mm-hmm. Nigeria did? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know leading by example, but still, yeah. all the other things have been happening. Why did it take now for everybody to wake up and say, mm-hmm. this is it? Meanwhile, all these things have been happening for so long. Mm-hmm. Almost, almost um, kind of going at it from always from a place of suffering. You know, we, we often talk about how 
even here in the U.S., uh, we talked about it the last time, this victim mentality, but um, it sounds like a lot of the times what happens in Africa is people, they wait for something so traumatic to happen, and then it becomes this thing of why are those outside not helping us? Why is the world not acting in our favor? But um, like you're saying, it has to come from a place of pragmatism, being proactive. Mm-hmm. And really, you know, we had this conversation the one time um, sitting around the dinner table with my family and we kind of joked and said that in the African languages, very few of them have a word for future. So it's almost like it's not even ingrained mm. in our minds to think about the future. Mm. We don't have a word to symbolize that. So every day it's sort of thinking hand to mouth, hand to mouth, hand mm-hmm. to mouth, mm. always about survival. It's either borderline survival or suppression but it's never success, right? We're not, we're not thinking about things in a, in a way, like you mentioned, disease, thinking about the future and thinking, wow, it could be so bright. All I got to do is reverse engineer and mm. start building those steps. Mm. It's like, you know, looking up, you know, you can use the, about an African example as it comes, looking up to a palm tree and thinking, wow, if, you know, those coconuts are that high, how am I going to get there? You have to build upwards, build mm-hmm. steps to that. You're not just going to try and sit there and think that, oh, well, I hope one day it's going to fall from the sky. But again, building off that, you know, one of the things you mentioned, China, and they talk about this new wave where they're essentially building a new Silk Road uh, and it's going to Africa or, you know, to and from between China and Africa. And I often wonder, especially with us as a diaspora, maybe this is our time, especially given this digital age, to build our own Silk Road, you know, using um, the internet, using digital platforms, using technology. Uh, We could talk about blockchain, all of that, and using our finances, our resources, our skills, and build that, that Silk Road back to Africa. What do you think that would look like? So a pipeline between China and Africa? No, between us as the diaspora in Africa. And, it beca- and the thing about it, when I say diaspora and Africans you know, outside of Africa, it can come from anywhere, whether mm-hmm. it's Africans in Australia, Africans in China, Africans in Europe. So our Silk Road oh, is I kind of it. unlimited. Mm-hmm. I got it. Mm-hmm. Example, in- mm-hmm. Indians. Mm-hmm. When you work with Indians, mm-hmm. if you are somebody who pays attention, mm-hmm. you would see a different type of unity yes. Mm-hmm. amongst them mm-hmm. that is damn near imperfect. Yeah. It's impenetrable. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. them and everybody else. Yeah. yeah. They don't care. It's not about mm-hmm. me yep. liking you or whichever. Yep. Mm-hmm. You are Indian. Yep. Yeah. And we know where you come from. Yep. We know our struggles mm-hmm. and we're going to put you on. Yep. Mm-hmm. But I work in a place where husband, wife mm-hmm. are quarters. Mm-hmm. Right? But you would never know that they're married mm. unless you have a conversation with them. Mm-hmm. But they know what they want. Mm-hmm. They know why they are there. Mm-hmm. Right? When you look at that and you ask yourself, damn, how can we mm. Africans, mm-hmm. blacks, do the same? Meaning, mm-hmm. just because our peers are in Africa does not mean that they cannot win too. Mm-hmm. You have Indians working yeah. from India in America. Mm. Talk you know about what I mean? it. Tech support for Tech days. Tech support. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Why can't we do the same back home? Mm-hmm. It still goes back to our leaders. Mm-hmm. Stop fucking putting all these stupid ass rules on technology, bro. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. In Cameroon, they woke up and said, phone tax. What the hell was that? Oh, no. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Mm-hmm. The youth woke up. Mm-hmm. The president comes and said, okay, 
no phone tax. I get it. Mm-hmm. There's no money to pay civil servants and all. I get it. Mm-hmm. But bro, what happened to all the other money that you guys are stealing and put in your pocket? Mm-hmm. It's just another way to steal some more from the people and put in your pocket. Mm-hmm. Right? People are still paying taxes. Mm-hmm. What happened to those taxes that people are paying? Mm-hmm. You have a lot of uh, uh, um, educated people with PhDs. But what are they doing? Digging graves, mm-hmm. digging wells, mm-hmm. truck pushing, and all whatnot. Mm-hmm. I mean, educated people, bro. Mm-hmm. But then you have the dumb idiots sitting in high positions making stupid decisions. Mm-hmm. How do we get from that place where my education, my knowledge mm-hmm. transfers into the workforce, right? Mm-hmm. How do we get to that place where we all in technology mm-hmm. and we go, you know what, let's go open an IT firm in Africa, mm-hmm. teach the folks there, mm-hmm. which really, even if you really look at it, mm-hmm. we don't have to teach them because those guys are coding, mm-hmm. those guys are designing, mm-hmm. those guys are inventing. Mm-hmm. But um, not too long ago on Twitter, there was that, there was that guy who invented, um, um, who made his own Lambo mm-hmm. from cardboard, mm-hmm. right? The outside is cardboard, but he got metal in the, you know inside mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. staring the thing. Mm-hmm. Or the other guy who built uh, one of those um, race truck cars, mm-hmm. right, just for metal. So many different innovative things, but the money to finance it, mm-hmm. the hatred to adapt mm-hmm. is, oh man, who you think you are? Mm-hmm. Oh, you think you're better than me? Mm-hmm. Nah, F your stuff, man. Mm-hmm. No, I go, yo, listen, this could be the next, this, this could be the next Elon Musk mm-hmm. coming from Africa. Mm-hmm. Now the question is, mm-hmm. my own question is, what does it take for somebody like Dan Cote, who's one of the richest people in Africa, mm-hmm. to see such a thing and go, I can invest in that. Mm. he got all the money mm. to me one exposure nobody is really talking about it. it's like the retweets mm-hmm, mm-hmm. or nobody's tagging hey Dan Gote, look at this man mm-hmm. look at this kid this up you know stuff like that nobody's doing that but we focus on oh is 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 Beyonce uh, um, um, is Beyonce <laughs> getting Whiskey or Burner Boy for oh, a track yeah who gives a shit <laughs> exactly. yeah exactly yeah. who gives a shit man mm-hmm. like what are we doing in that continent is the what no what are they doing in that continent? Mm-hmm. Not just gonna take, but what are you doing in there for those who are there to survive? Mm-hmm. And not only that, you know, I know you mentioned um Dangote, but I think especially when you mentioned the retweeting, I think it's also about focusing on the exposure period and looking at who who is willing and um uh, smart enough to see that this is an investment worth taking. Um you find that a lot of those people higher up I mean, I, to be honest, if I was Dan Gote, I know I would be focusing on whatever industry I'm in. So we can't blame it on him. But just seeing other people that can see the potential in the youth mm-hmm. and see the potential in this young person that invented something. And even taking it a step further, especially in an African context, and seeing when are we going to get to that stage where the way in which we pool our resources is geared towards those ideas and those opportunities. Um, I know traditionally when we talk about things like Susu and Stockfell, the sort of community-based um, fund mechanisms, a lot of it, you know, typically tends to um, center around, you know, paying off certain things. It's usually funerals or weddings, you know, maybe a graduation gift, a dress, whatever. But when is it going to be geared towards economic investment, um, especially if it's community-based? It could be something as simple as a young kid in the community who 
has the ability to create something and they pull the resources to help him start a business in that community. He'll be able to train people in that community, his peers, create jobs, and in turn, everybody can prosper together. Mm -hmm. So I think it's, again, this idea of shifting an entire mindset. It's, it's so challenging for us because there's so many layers to it. Mm-hmm. It's changing the mindset of the individual, mm-hmm. of those in the community, mm-hmm. of those that are inside, those that are outside, mm-hmm. those that are in leadership, those that feel like they don't have power. It's about getting everybody on the same page. And again, technology is probably our greatest resource. You talked about going back to Africa and, and teaching them things. We live in a world, you don't even need to go nowhere. You Facts. can do it remotely. Facts. Mm-hmm. As long as they have access to the internet, like you said, if we break down those minute barriers, once the door is open, I mean, it's supposed to be a proverbial gold rush of information. Mm-hmm. And that's what we need to treat it as when we talk about building this, you know, secondary Silk Road, or at least as far as an African Silk Road, um, the gateway, you know, this information highway, that's going to be our greatest asset. Um, there was an investor uh, by the name of, I believe it's Robert H. Smith. I think you guys have seen him. He was, he paid off uh, Morehouse, mm-hmm. yeah, graduating mm-hmm. class. Mm-hmm. Uh, I watched a couple of interviews of his on YouTube. And one of the things that he said is, you know, to hone your craft, whatever skill it is that you're in, hone that craft. And that the black community needs to know that technology is going to be by far the greatest asset ever. We talked about it mm-hmm. earlier, AK, this idea of, you know, even if I'm not heavy into coding and AI, but just thinking about its potential mm-hmm. to automate tasks mm-hmm. for all of us, you know, that have grew up in homes. And this is a universal African story where you were working tirelessly mm-hmm. at everything, whether it was chores, it was mm-hmm. school. But to now add that additional layer of technology, imagine what that's going to do. Imagine what that's going to open up. Man, look at um, the rapper Camillinia, for example. Mm-hmm. Right. He knew to me, do I see it? Mm-hmm. There was a point when he said, <laughs> my career is done, bro. Mm-hmm. It's done. Mm-hmm. It didn't matter what kind of song he made. Mm-hmm. People are not just fucking with it. Mm-hmm. Realized that, yo, there's a better route. Mm-hmm. He went to technology. Mm-hmm. Silicon Valley, right? Um, I was watching this video not too long ago. He mentioned um, just knowing your stuff and formulating strategic relationships. Mm-hmm. Who you know mm-hmm. will put you you know, in a bigger, you know, in a better position than mm-hmm. others, mm-hmm. right? That thing of of, of networking, yeah. right? Networking, networking mm-hmm. with people, not just because you want that instant gratification that, no, this networking is going to uh, build something right now mm-hmm. rather than thinking, you know, long-term. Mm-hmm. For example, we're stuck in the middle. All these different people we've spoken to. Some people will go, well, you've spoken to so many entrepreneurs. Why are you not one? Mm-hmm. Nigga, that's probably not my lane. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I have to accept that. Mm-hmm. But we bring other people on to tell that story. Mm-hmm. Because Joe, maybe you wanted to do plumbing. Mm-hmm. We had a plumber on the show mm-hmm. who spoke about his struggles, mm-hmm. how he started. Mm-hmm. You take it from there. Mm-hmm. You go, okay, this person said X, Y, and Z. Let me go and try to replicate this, right? Mm-hmm. And then go at it. Rather than not having the information at all. Mm-hmm. And then started from scratch, scratching your head like, man, this is tough. Mm-hmm. And then quit mm-hmm. in day five. Mm-hmm. No, we've made it easy for you to listen to a story mm-hmm. and just go from there. Mm-hmm. So people need to be able to sit down and just watch something and not just watch because, oh, you just want to watch. No, watch with the intention of wanting to get something out of it. Mm-hmm. You might not get the whole 30, 30 minutes, mm-hmm. but that five minutes is so important, right? Mm-hmm. That 
key moment of that video, you could use that to change your trajectory in life. Mm. And that's one thing that us as Africans really need to do, mm-hmm. right? A lot of people say, yo, I'm surprised Stockholm hasn't been, hasn't blown up because of the type of information. Mm-hmm. Like, hey man, me, I'm not. I'm really not because I know the playing field in which I'm in. Mm-hmm. And I had to accept it going into it that this right here, mm-hmm. I'm not expecting it to be the next Joe Rogan mm-hmm. or the next whichever mm-hmm. because of the playing field in which I am. Mm-hmm. Now, if that goes mm-hmm. past what I'm thinking already, mm-hmm. that's a plus. Mm-hmm. I'm not talking down on myself. Mm-hmm. There's a difference. Mm-hmm. I know the playing field in which I am. Mm-hmm. I know that. And because of that, I'm taking my time, man. Mm-hmm. It's not how fast I'm going to go, mm-hmm. but it's how far. Again, mm-hmm. defining uh, success, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. I love that. Mm-hmm. Because just like you said, so many people look at you and say, well, so why aren't you doing this? Why aren't you doing that? But that's not what I want to do. What I want to do is help other people Mm -hmm. do those things. Mm -hmm. Again, selflessness, right? Mm -hmm. Another big quality that we miss in our community. Mm -hmm. You're you're literally saying, I'm taking myself out of the equation, but I'm giving to everybody around me. If you help one person start a business mm-hmm. from watching an episode you've mm-hmm. done your job yep. mm-hmm. i think about the amount of people that have right. watched episodes mm-hmm. right how many people you've motivated you've mm-hmm. educated encouraged right mm-hmm. i'm not gonna lie to you man it was yesterday i sat here and i went to the back end of my youtube channel right and i'm asking myself what's the highest rated episode mm-hmm. here and i'm looking and I was taken by surprise at what mm. I was seeing, right? Mm. I never sat and said, yo, let me go see what's going Which on. Which one? I'm curious. Mm. It's the, it's, um, it's three. The one with my mother. Mm-hmm. The it's side still hustle? going. Mm-hmm. It's, like, it's still going, bro. Yeah. Comments are coming in mm-hmm. day by day. Um, the one we did with um, Chico. Mm-hmm. Very powerful. And then, and then there's a Susu one too that's going up. Mm-hmm. Paul? Yeah, Paul is mm-hmm. going. Nice. And, then the, and then there's um, the one with Kate. The, the 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 lady um, she has an agile school she teaches ah, scrum okay, and all okay. mm-hmm. yeah that, that's actually who taught me um, mm-hmm. um, scrum mm-hmm. she came on the platform she mm-hmm. spoke mm-hmm. and I said I was like damn like man I keep talking to all these people mm-hmm. but I'm not doing shit mm-hmm. let me go do this mm-hmm. and see where I'm at right now yeah. a lot of people have been watching and they've been doing it I mean yeah. they've been going and taking the classes they've been hearing it up and and all why not right mm-hmm. but to sit down and look at the amount of views on it mm-hmm. people actually some people are paying attention yes. Mm-hmm. And some people are fakely paying attention. Mm-hmm. It's cool. I still see you. Right. Mm-hmm. No worries. Mm-hmm. But all to say, man, the information is there. Yep. Mm-hmm. The work has already been done. Mm-hmm. You got to play your part. You don't play your part. You cannot sit there and blame somebody else. Because once you go, oh, I'm going to point it out to you. Like, bro, I had that episode. Mm-hmm. The fact that you failed to watch it is your problem. Mm-hmm. And this is where the sympathy and empathy thing plays. Right, when people come at me, no, you have to be empathetic. Mm-hmm. Shut the fuck up. Mm-hmm. I did the work. Mm-hmm. You want me to open your mouth and put it in and then close it mm-hmm. and punch your throat so you could swallow it too? Mm-hmm. I'm not going to do that. Mm-hmm. I got better things to do. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So take action too. I've done my part. Mm-hmm. Do yours. And that's the only way we're going to move on when we're really talking about mm-hmm. having those um, strategic alliances, mm-hmm. building that relationship, right? Mm-hmm. Imagine us being at a networking event, mm-hmm. right? We're networking for Palm Wine Central, for example, mm-hmm. talking to all these folks. Then we just come back and sit and cross our feet. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, God, man, we've already done the networking thing. Please bless us. Mm-hmm. 
and not pick up the phone and call those folks like, yo, what you doing today? Mm-hmm. Let's go out for lunch mm-hmm. and sit down and hound on an idea mm-hmm. on a partnership uh, mm-hmm. uh, uh, strategy and stuff like yeah. that. Nobody would do it for us except we wake up and do it. Mm-hmm. And lastly, people, please, sometimes, man, when you come to somebody or when you go to somebody to ask them a question, just humble yourself. Mm. Humble yourself. Or just sit right where you were and just mind the business that pays you. Because once you leave where you are and you come to another person's space Mm -hmm. and you ask them a question about something that you are struggling with or trying to make up your mind with and they're giving you their opinion and then you turn around and you start arguing with them Mm. or you turn around and act like you already know, why the fuck did you go there in the first place? Why did you go to that person in the first place? Mm. Right? So putting your ego aside and just going to something to learn would also make us Africans grow. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We need to learn to put our egos aside as Africans, man, mm. because it's stupidly big to the point where we feel like we've already made it when we ain't done shit yet. Mm-hmm. And I mean, just just building off that, it's like it plays out in so many ways because it could be something as simple as, you know, because we're talking here about information, whether it's your networking and someone sharing information with you directly, something as simple as reading a book that yep. someone wrote and not having the ego to say, well, what does this person have to offer? Uh, you know, look at this flashy lifestyle. Um, Aziz, you mentioned it last time we spoke about how the sharing of information is key. And I think you guys talked about how, you know, someone had read a book and said that it enriched them, but they didn't tell you the information that was in the book, you know? And this idea that um, information is so vital, but we have to get comfortable with sharing it. Um, the, the level of conversations that we have, um, the kind of talks that we're having, um, just getting together in such a way that information is, how can I put it? It's kind of like the glue that holds us together. Um, and we have to make that central, make that, you know, that has to be like the main focus. Yes, you can change your mindset, but the level of information that you have to share, it needs to be, it needs to come second nature. Um, and that you know, in itself can really just open up so many doors. You talk about um, providing programs and opportunities for people, uh, especially back home, just getting access to that information is, is, is everything. Um, because they often say that, uh, especially around entrepreneurs, you can read as many books as you want to, but if you don't start applying that information, nothing's gonna translate. Mm-hmm. So opening that door, opening that gateway to access information and then acting on it and being intentional about it. I asked this question last episode, and I'm going to ask this question again. Within your friendships, relationships, how many people can actually say that we picked up this book, we read it collectively, mm-hmm. and sat down and had a mini book club mm-hmm. and dissect the information within mm-hmm. the book, mm-hmm. right? Or you read the book, mm-hmm. and you try to talk to me about the book, mm-hmm. and I'm willing and able to sit down, listen to you, mm-hmm. right? Gain the information and make that work for me. Mm-hmm. There's that inferiority between mm. people, right? It's like, oh, you think you're better than me? Mm-hmm. You think you know better than me? No, nigga, shut the fuck up. I have, I, I, I use my time better than mm-hmm. you, if you really want to know, mm-hmm. right? While you're out there driving around doing stuff that you shouldn't even be doing mm-hmm. in the first place, mm-hmm. I'm sitting at my ass at home and I'm reading, mm-hmm. or I'm gaining knowledge that would put me you know, in a better space than you. Mm-hmm. So now you mad at me for using my time wisely, mm-hmm. and you're not. Mm-hmm. And, but then you expect 
me to be sympathetic. Mm-hmm. Come on, bro. Mm-hmm. I'll be calm about it. Mm-hmm. But don't come and be complaining. Like, uh, no, don't cry, bro. Mm-hmm. Because you too have that same ability mm-hmm. to pick up that book or learn that stuff. Mm-hmm. What's different? How different are you from me? But then God. that goes both ways because you got to be smart enough as a person who's looking at someone succeed or get ahead of you to say, maybe in order to get access to that information, I have to check my ego. Or on the flip side, you as the person that's being successful to be able, like we said the last time, to not be afraid to check your friend and be like, look, yo, what you're doing is not going to help you. You're watching me. You're seeing me succeed. You're glad about it. But if you're going to come back and complain, just know that I can point out all the things that you're doing wrong. Mm-hmm. And if I'm willing to do that, you should also be willing to change those things so that we can start working in step with one another. Right. Not just even looking at it as trying to change somebody, mm-hmm. but just have an understanding that my time is valuable mm-hmm. because a second lost can never be regained. Right. So I cannot just call Aziz and go, yo son, about last night, bro, man, my dude, there were all these females in the house that first of all, Aziz waving me like, yo, did you see the name you were dialing before you dialed? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So your audience too matters. Mm-hmm. You're supposed to know, I'm not saying that we're not going to talk about stuff like that. Of course right. we will once we've already handled business. Mm-hmm. Be like, yo, son, what's up with your private life? Mm-hmm. Right, right, type of thing. Right. And we have those conversations. Mm-hmm. But to just off the bat go, oh, this is that. Mm-hmm. Nah, son. I was shout out, sh- shout out to my good guy Forbes, man. You know, um, out out there in Dallas, Texas, man. Bust your life. Bust your life up. <laughs> yo, every time we speak, man, mm-hmm. every time we speak, it's of some money-making stuff. How can we, mm-hmm. how can we, I was talking to him he was showing me his island it was just filled with papers mm-hmm. right because he's going through an interview process right now mm-hmm. so and we're doing the same thing mm-hmm. so to see the energy that he puts mm-hmm. into wanting to be where he wants to be mm-hmm. there is no reason no reason mm-hmm. for me to sit here mm-hmm. and act like I don't have brains mm-hmm. and not exert the same energy bro mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because the reasons why we even cool to that point is because we're thinking on that wavelength. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, and this is no, this is like no shade to my other friends and all whatnot because I had a friend call me out saying, well, how come you don't call me like you call this other person? Like, dog, the fact that you even coming at me like that mm-hmm. already tells me a lot. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because if you too felt like we were not that close, ask yourself why? Mm-hmm. Then come and ask me, okay, I felt like we were close before, but why we're we not close now? And have that conversation. But just to come and clap at me like, how come you don't call me like you call everybody else, man? Like, do you even think? Are you using your brain to think? Go back. When we spoke, what is it that we spoke about? And then now that I even told you that, yo, man, this person was vibing on his wavelength. Why, what is it I told you we're vibing on, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. For you to begin to understand the mindset that somebody else is on. Mm-hmm. Imagine you coming to me telling me, oh, man, I'm investing all this property Mm-hmm. And all why not? Mm-hmm. I'm doing all these different things. But yet I cannot wake up and say, hey Joe. Mm-hmm. And this comes from me being interested into investing in property as well. Mm-hmm. So hey Joe or oh, Aziz, yo, how you doing that man? Mm-hmm. How did you start that? Mm-hmm. Where are you now in that journey? How many have you flipped? Mm-hmm. A lot of people want to see proof, mm-hmm. right? So ask the questions. Why are we shy to ask those questions? And when you think about that, that even changes the way in which you spend time together. Because that then turns into, yo, actually, I got this deal this week. Why don't you come with me? 
Mm. Let me show you what it's like. Mm-hmm. Show them the ropes. And then it turns in that changes the whole dynamic of yep. the relationship. Had that friend who was complaining change that mindset or say, okay, maybe I should be interested in whatever he's interested in now. And let's see where that goes. Next thing they'd be spending even more time with mm-hmm. you. Because you're now on the same wavelength, mm-hmm. like you said. Mm-hmm. And it's crazy. It's crazy how people operate, right? Mm-hmm. Because really what that friend is saying is that, um, yo, don't leave me behind. Mm-hmm. Like, I know you. I know you're going places. Mm-hmm. And I want to get there, too. Mm-hmm. And I might not have what you have, but, bro, don't forget about me. Mm-hmm. So you're saying crying for help. Definitely. So. Okay. Definitely. In mm-hmm. that sense, then, then, when you get that, right? Because I do, I do get that most mm-hmm. of the time, right? Mm-hmm. But then when you turn to explain mm-hmm. your journey or the reason to why mm-hmm. I'm not calling you the way I used to before, mm-hmm. you don't even take the time to validate that at that given point in time. Mm-hmm. All you're saying is the fact that I don't call you. But my reason to why I'm not doing it is this, I'm telling you. Why can you not validate that? Why is it that people don't validate stuff lately, bro? Mm-hmm. Like, this is what you're telling me. Mm-hmm. Let me validate what you're saying first before I go into complaining mode. Yeah, you immediately rush into complaining mode without even validating what I'm saying. But that's that to me sounds like a maturity issue. Definitely, like we're saying, sometimes what they're showing you is just a symptom, but it's not the root. Mm. So it's not the friendship that's the issue. It was the lack of maturity God, or I'm that sure. fear, yeah. or you know that almost like a insecurity. It's almost mm-hmm. like your moves are intimidating that person. Mm. It's in, it's intimidating to their mindset because they realize then. Maybe that means or that shows me that I'm coming up short because I started off with this person, but we're not in the same lane anymore. So what's happening with me that I can't see and I can't fix such that this person is leaving me behind. So when we talk about these, you know, partnerships and all that, it's like and you made a you made a conscious decision because you knew that in order to get to where you want to go, you need the kind of people that understand where you're trying Mm -hmm. to go. Mm -hmm. And that person was ultimately going to take you down. It's not. It's not their detriment, but that's just the law of the land, right. so to speak, right? Like right. if if you want to get to success, you have to take successful steps. So if you're having someone that's going to drag you down, it's, that success is going to be a lot more windy than it needs to be. Yeah, and maybe you guys might, um, you know, shed some light to this. Mm-hmm. But have you ever felt that moment when you're so focused on what you're trying to do, right, and somebody is just right there mm-hmm. trying to take you away from your focus, bro? Mm-hmm. It's like I'm seated here, I'm trying to. Mm. accomplish this mm-hmm. right or somewhere is like I mean why are you always glued there for example in front of your computer mm-hmm. or for example in front of his mic mm-hmm. leave that for a, leave that for a sec and come do X, Y, and Z drink, smoke hooker mm-hmm. and all that to me one you're already you're already minimizing mm-hmm. what I'm doing at a given moment in time mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. and my fuse is so short to the point where my response then will come up very wrong mm-hmm. right and hostile mm-hmm. but in my mind I'm just peeking Right. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if you guys have faced situations like that and how do you normally in your day to day um interact with people on that, you know, wavelength when that happens? How what are you, what's your response? How do you navigate through that? So people uh, for better or worse, right? So people tell me like they can always tell when I don't want to be bothered. Mm-hmm. That there's an intensity that I when you look at me, mm-hmm. that this is not the time. Mm-hmm. And it's because I'm so focused on what I have to do. I can't have any distractions mm. because the the place I'm going to go to, mm. the person that I'm really competing with on that level, 
is so focused that he's willing to do anything and everything he has to to get there. Mm-hmm. And I got to understand that. And if you don't understand that, I can't explain that to you today. Mm-hmm. I might be able to explain that to you tomorrow, mm-hmm. but I can't explain it today. Mm-hmm. So it literally becomes, and it's no offense to anybody, like either you're in the way and I got to get you out the way or you understand that, okay, you can guide me on my journey so I can mm-hmm. take you with me on my journey. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And it's no offense to anybody. And I literally, sometimes I have to tell you, but most of the times people can just look at me. It's, it's moments where I, I'm, I'm just, I'm chilling. We're having a great time. Mm-hmm. We're having a great time. And it's moments where I'm just like, yeah, I got to go. Mm-hmm. I'm in and out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's just that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think for me, um, I kind of show those traits too. You know, people often tell me that seems like I, I zone out or I'm thinking yes. too much. Yes. Um, and it's, it's so hard to explain because it's like, people often say sometimes I, I th- I'm too much in the future. Like I'm not present. I'm here, but I'm not here. And again, it's something you can't explain. Yes. Like you either have it or you don't have yes. it because you know, it's like you've gotten a glimpse into something that's so big and it's so, it's almost, you see it so clearly yes. that you're like, you know what, if I actually push towards this, it might just happen. Yes. It's not, I don't know if it's like intuition, but you can actually see a pathway yes. and you're like, if I take this step, connect that dot, meet that person, do this, all these things might actually pan out. Yes. It's, um, I don't want to call it prophetic, but it, it's, it's, it really it's powerful. Though, you know what I mean? It's just, yeah. once you see that and the way that I deal with it with people, uh, it's, it's kind of like you, I, I can't really explain it. You know, th- a lot of people already say, Oh, Joe, you know, you think too much, you're too deep, you're too analytical. All those tell me that if I start getting into things, you're going to get lost real quick. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I had a friend who texted me today. In fact, she texted me something random, something about some show. And I was just like, I didn't even, acknowledge it i just simply responded this has nothing to do with the previous few texts that i sent you that were related to business that you said you wanted to conduct she was quiet she's like oh but it's sunday why are you why don't you want to relax i'm like no this to me is relaxing i'm trying to make plans and make steps and make that more tangible or more possible than it was yesterday yes and if you're saying you want to be a potential business partner, this already tells me you're not it. Yep. Because when I need you and call you mm-hmm. in that moment to say, hey, let's let's figure this thing out. You don't want to think about the solution. You want to start thinking about entertainment and oh, but it's Sunday and look at this TV show. Right. I stopped caring about those things a long time ago, <laughs> long yeah. time ago. People yeah. ask me, what about them? Politics. Every time my parents call me from back home. You know, oh, if you watch what's happening in the news, I'm like, if if it's not going to affect me when I walk out the door, like right on that street, I can't pay attention to it because <laughs> outside on that street, my steps, that's my future. Mm-hmm. So whatever's going on in there. Yes, it's important. You know, let's not um, completely downplay because there's a lot going on, a lot of troubling things. But again, focusing on what it is that you're going to go and do out in the world, that's going to be a step closer to bringing about change that's different from what you're actually seeing right. today. The, 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 to your point, mm-hmm. um, it's as simple as how does that affect me mm-hmm. right now mm-hmm. versus in the long run, mm-hmm. right? Same as making short-term and long-term goals. Mm-hmm. What business do I have going and um, research or arguing about X, Y, and Z that would mm-hmm. affect me mm-hmm. immediately mm-hmm. or in the long run? Mm-hmm. Now, I can see your point, mm-hmm. right? And I can um, show support mm-hmm. or give support to that. Mm-hmm. But for you to just sit and think that, oh, I'm supposed to, mm-hmm. that's mad. Mm-hmm. Because what I like is not might not be what you like, and mm-hmm. vice versa. Mm-hmm. That's like if you ask any entrepreneur um, what's going on in the news, especially the top level ones. 
and they'll tell you the only things they're focused on are the indicators. Is the interest rate going up or down? Mm-hmm. Is their inflation going up and down? Is there a tax return and what's that going to look like? Because they want to know if their money is going up or it's going down. Mm-hmm. If it's going down, how do they make it up? If it's going up, how do they keep it there or take it further? That's it. All the other stuff, that's that's something else. Something else. The 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 thing the thing here is take for example um uh, what's his what's his face the Amazon guy what's his name Jeff Bezos yeah 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 everybody is in his pockets mm-hmm. oh you should be donating this or you should mm-hmm. be donating that in the nineties when he was grinding mm-hmm. day in day out you know night after night trying to build Amazon taking it from just book sales mm-hmm. to food technology all these different things nobody was there with him struggling Mm -hmm. so now he has gotten to a point where he is richer than almost all the banks in fucking uk Mm -hmm. now you want him to donate some of it what about his dreams the man want to be in space someday Mm -hmm. it's his fucking right he worked for it Mm -hmm. who am i to go tell him how to spend his dollar Mm -hmm. now if i want change let me go be the next bezos and use that money Mm -hmm. and finance what i want to see in the world Mm -hmm. now that's the difference between those people who aspire to be something mm-hmm. and actually be the change they want to see mm-hmm. versus those talkers who just want others to do mm-hmm. while to sit and cross their feet mm-hmm. thinking that people are supposed to work for them. Nah, you go do it and make that change you want to see. Mm-hmm. Don't be looking at my pockets thinking that, oh, I'm supposed to. No, I'll do it for my likeness mm-hmm. or from how I, you know. But together, if we really want to do make this change, Bring your half, I bring my half, mm-hmm. and let's go at this thing. Mm-hmm. And the irony in that is when they're asking him to put his money somewhere else and they think that it's supposed to go there, who's to say that he wasn't going to use that money to reinvest in the company and build it bigger and build it stronger? And especially for those people who are going to end up being customers anyway. So it's, you know, it's easy for someone on the outside to say that these are the things that you should be doing, these are the steps that you're mm-hmm. taking. But if they don't know what the vision is, they're ultimately just detracting from yeah. it. Better yet, man. Since you're talking about, oh, he should have used the dollars to do X, Y, and Z, please don't buy from Amazon. Go buy at Walmart. Then now, now you're really telling me that I'm about what I'm saying. But if you're going to talk all that shit, then you're still going to get a better deal from Amazon. <laughs> Who's a hypocrite in that <laughs> situation? I remember at one point, one of my, uh, somebody I know came to me and was like, yo, how you doing this? How you doing that? How do I get to that place? This, that, and the third. And I said, um, go ask Michael Jordan to teach you how, how he learned the dunk from the free throw line. <laughs> and it's one, easily said than exactly, done, right? Exactly. Seen and you think, oh, because you've seen it, you could go replicate it. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Try it now. Yep. Just try it. Yep. You know, a lot of people think it's easy for somebody to just pick up a ball and stand at the free throw line and shoot and it goes in. No, go make it. Yes. Mm-hmm. Go and stand there, right? And shoot that damn ball. From, from the free throw line into that rim yep. mm-hmm. if you made your very first shot try it again and mm-hmm. let's see if you do it again mm-hmm. just don't sit and talk mm-hmm. now actually do it and then when you do it and you see the difficulty in it that moment will humble you quick yep. without anybody even saying a word to you yep. mm-hmm. so I'll bring up this last thing and close with this um, we talked a lot about you know just wanting to um, look at ways to have these kind of partnerships and um Look at how, you know, ways that can take shape, um, you know, especially with regards to adding value and things like that. Um, But I want to ask you guys in closing, we talked about 
you know, partnerships, obviously we talked about finances and, and investing time, but what value do you see in the way in which we, for example, can invest in each other? And I say that, and I'm going to preface it by saying this, one of the things that I realized today, um, I actually had a meeting this morning uh, with a friend of mine um, going over an opportunity. And I kept, every time I kept trying to think about it, you know, I was kind of stressed this morning and I had people telling me, well, you know, you got to see what kind of value it's going to add for you. And I started to really think about that. Like what, what value am I looking for? Is it going to be financial? Is it going to be immediate? Is it going to be long-term? Is it going to be, sometimes you have an interaction with someone where the value is only going to come later mm -hmm. in the way that they pay you back for what you've contributed. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't even have to be a payback in terms of money. It might just be in terms of giving you an opportunity just the way they gave you one. Mm -hmm. um, so what do you guys think is the value and the different shapes that that kind of um, exchange can take place? How can we do that better in terms of, you know, putting those egos aside and, and being able to check one another and really maximize the value that we can exchange with one another? Simple, man. When you walk in the room, mm. check yourself at the door. Mm. Leave all that extra nonsense at the door and walk in with a mind to learn mm -hmm. and a mind to give. Everybody thinks at this level. Mm -hmm. what am I getting out of this and what can I give to this? Mm -hmm. Those two things you always ask yourself going into something, right? So for us to come in, for example, okay, mm -hmm. we're recording right here, mm -hmm. but it doesn't end here, mm -hmm. right? As this will come to me, yo, I got this thing to do. Mm -hmm. I mean, I know you're jack of all trades. Mm -hmm. Can you do this? Mm -hmm. He's not coming saying, yo, I need you to do this. No, he's coming, can you do this? Mm -hmm. And I'll look at it, I'll go, uh, yeah, I think I could do this. But I'll give him that disclaimer. I've never done this before, mm -hmm. but I cannot back down from the challenge. I would take it Mm -hmm. And I'll do my research and I'll go from there. So over time, that we forged that relationship where when he has something, mm -hmm. he will call me immediately. Right? Like, yo, can you do this? Sometimes it's not even that he knows I can do it. Mm -hmm. He's legitimately asking me that question. Mm -hmm. I have this issue. Mm -hmm. Can you do it? Mm -hmm. He's not assuming. Mm -hmm. None of that stuff. That's important. When people assume. Mm -hmm. And I'm no stranger to this. You know, sometimes I fall, you know, I fall short in this assumptions. When you assume you've already taken one negative step mm -hmm. into something that was supposed to be positive, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Because my character is not your character. Mm -hmm. And, you know, just keep going and going. There's some people who just naturally hate assumptions. There's some people who can't stand it, right? So your audience, one, matters. And just checking that ego at the door, man. Just walking and saying, yo, again, back to, you know, as is, as is his um, motto, a brother's brother. Mm -hmm. How can I be of help? How can I offer my services? How can you help me drive this thing? Mm -hmm. Again, you have to be able to say, am I going to get an immediate um, 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 feedback or reaction from this? Mm -hmm. Or is this a long-term thing, right? Investing into somebody would not chop off anybody's arm mm. or leg or take the brain that you have away or your eyes and your ability to hear mm. it would not take anything from you if anything you are gaining mm. not just favor from god mm -hmm. but from the people around you because now they're looking at you and saying yo this is somebody that i can work with i can mm. come back and work with mm -hmm. right there's some people flat out who are difficult from the jump mm -hmm. When you go to them, they're just difficult, flat out. That's a given, man. Nobody is perfect. Mm -hmm. Nobody was designed to be perfect. Perfection is a constant 
you know, well, like you said, I'm a work in progress. You mm -hmm. are constantly working to perfection, mm -hmm. but you will never get to perfection. Mm -hmm. But how can I just, in this particular moment, right, um, have a working relationship with you to understand? Um, me, I'm big on just sitting down, laying out a plan. Like before we recorded, we had a whole outline mm -hmm. and we go at it. That's structure. Mm -hmm. I'm big on structure. Mm -hmm. Without structure, I don't see how I can do anything because that means you are giving me room to be very random. Mm. I mean, my thoughts can go as random as the word random, bro. Mm -hmm. I could go from thinking about uh, uh, um, peace to war, back to peace, <laughs> in between, all <laughs> in a given moment. Mm -hmm. But if you don't put that structure, yeah. that's the room you're giving me. So structure and just putting that ego to the side, man, mm -hmm. will make us work better. Mm -hmm. He said a lot. What was the question? <laughs> <laughs> Just about, you know, when we have these these relationships and adding value, what is that? That that value can take so many forms. What do those forms look like to you? Okay. So I'll start with this. So I learned a long time ago, the strong rule the weak, but the wise with the strong, right? Mm -hmm. Blessed are those that are strong and wise for they maintain an abundance of options, right? Mm -hmm. Now, what does that mean in this context, right? It just means that you have to understand the value that you bring to the table always. Mm -hmm. And then if you want to build a relationship, right, regardless of what the relationship is, you have to understand what the unwritten contract is in that relationship mm -hmm. before you sign that unwritten contract. Mm -hmm. I'll give a true story. Uh, one of my good friends called me. He said, yo, Z's, I work at so-so-and-so. They're looking for a director. I gave him your number. I know you did it before. Mm -hmm. The CFO of the company called me the same day. Had a conversation. He said, yeah, you're exactly what we've been looking for. Mm -hmm. uh, can you start as soon as possible? I just want you to have a, another meeting with the CEO of the company so we can get on the same page. That's right up my alley, actually, because I'm used to only talking to bosses anyway. Mm -hmm. So we have the meeting. We, we agree to terms, how much I'm, I want, et cetera, et cetera. I tell them exactly what I want, how I want it. Mm -hmm. We go with it. I get there. It's the complete opposite of what we talked about. Mm -hmm. I literally stayed there for two weeks. Everything they told me that this is what we're doing. This is how we, we're going about it, et cetera, et cetera. Not it. Mm -hmm. I called them immediately. I said, yeah, we need to have a meeting. They started playing this stupid game mm -hmm. that most stupid people do, right? Mm -hmm. Challenging your intelligence, right? So the CFO will meet with me one-on-one, -on -one, then the CEO will meet with me one-on-one, -on -one, and then mm -hmm. they would meet to collectively mm -hmm. to decide how we're going to handle this situation, right? Mm -hmm. And insecure people do that because they realize that, wait a minute, he's a little bit stronger than what we thought. Mm -hmm. So how are we going to attack this? Mm -hmm. Because he's here now and we know the value that he has. Mm -hmm. And now he knows who we are and what yeah. we don't know. Mm -hmm. They did that twice. The third time, I called a meeting for the entire company. Mm -hmm. Over 100 people in a Zoom call. Mm -hmm. Embarrassed both of them in front of everybody. I said, today's my last day and I'm firing both of these guys that are supposed to be my bosses. Mm -hmm. I told him exactly why this dude called me three or four times. said, we have nothing to talk about. That's how you got to operate, man. Mm -hmm. You got to know the value that you add and you got to know your worth. Mm -hmm. And you also got to know where you're going too. Mm -hmm. That takes exposure. Mm -hmm. If you haven't been exposed to much, you're not going to attempt to do much. Mm -hmm. And people are going to take advantage of your lack of inability to do things. And if they know, you don't know. Mm -hmm. You got to know what you know. Mm -hmm. You got to come to the table with that. Period. If you're not adding value, and I don't, I don't mean financial, I don't need your money. Mm. Where I'm going, I don't need your money. I already got that. I know how to make money. Mm. I need, okay, so how do I go from thousandaire to millionaire faster? Mm. Because you already did that. Mm -hmm. If you can't get me there, then we don't need to have a conversation. Mm -hmm. 
a lot of people really think they want better, but mm-hmm. the truth is they're just average. Mm-hmm. And the faster you recognize that the reason you are where you are mm-hmm. is not because you didn't get the opportunities that Aziz got or Joe got mm-hmm. or Condi got. It's because if you got those opportunities, you'll probably fuck that hand up too. Mm-hmm. It's because of you. And until you begin to understand what you're doing wrong, it doesn't matter how many opportunities you get. You're going to fumble at the goal line every time. Mm-hmm. Amen. Not much more to say than that. <laughs> it is. Scan the room, man. Mm-hmm. You got to be able to scan the yeah, room, man. man. You know? Um, and just because somebody's a, a CEO or CFO doesn't mean that you should go and intimidate it. Right. You're a CEO of your own brand. Mm-hmm. Captain of your own sheet, man. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Every time you walk into a room, you should walk in with authority knowing what the, the value that you add. Yep. And I'll say this too It's very important for us Especially as men right You gotta put yourself In a position Where you can't be bought mm-hmm. And what does that mean You gotta know that I can walk away from this At any given time And I'll be okay Because the reason why So many of us Are accepting whatever comes And are dancing For butter biscuits mm-hmm. Is because we have so much That we're responsible for And we need this income mm-hmm. When you need income and, mm-hmm. and an employer knows That you need them mm-hmm. That gives them way too much leverage. Mm-hmm. Smoking Joe. What else you got in our bag, son? <laughs> we're good. We're good. <laughs> we gave the people, what's that, an hour, 12 minutes of, of, of recording? Mm-hmm. And by the time I chop this up, it will be a good it'll be a good hour. If you think you know power, the biggest power that you have is the power that you have. Mm-hmm. When you can walk away from somebody and say, you know what? I don't need your money. Mm-hmm. I don't. You're not going to take my time. But this is what you're going to do. Mm-hmm. This is when I'm going to work. Mm-hmm. This is how I'm going to work. Mm-hmm. And if you're not okay with it, I'm out. Mm-hmm. That's success to me. Yeah. Doing the fuck, what the fuck I want to do, how yeah. I want to do it, yeah. when I want to do yeah. it. Mm-hmm. I keep telling most of my peers, man, you don't need validation. Mm-hmm. You validate what you want to validate. Yep. And then let that person validate that with you. Mm-hmm. Or not validate with you. Either or, I already validated it. Yep. And I'm going at it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? The fact that you decide that, oh, today I want to go into IT. And then you let somebody else talk you out of what you believe in your core that you can do. Mm-hmm. That's so stupid to me. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Come at me with an understanding of where I want to be and say, okay, oh man, I've been, I've been monitoring your movements. You know what I mean? I've been, I've been that fly on the wall as a friend and just seeing who you are and say, yo, you know what? Your strengths are in piloting for example you you it's just it comes natural now i'll I'll appreciate a comment like that Mm -hmm. that's somebody telling me nah so you can't fly for shit Mm -hmm. are you gonna tell me what i can do i cannot do Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying how you gonna tell me what i can do i cannot do so for people who one expect validation from somebody else my question to you is how does that work how does it work how do you just let somebody talk you out of your dreams instead let them build with you if they really care that much. Let them build with you. Mm-hmm. Because remember, just because that I pick up an IT book to read today mm-hmm. does not mean that I'm going to understand that material. Mm-hmm. Now, what matters is how are you pushing me to understand that material? Oh, now, Joe, man, I've been, I've been struggling with this shit, man. Mm-hmm. This joint is hard, bro. I'm about to quit this shit. Are you stupid? This is Joe now. Are you stupid? Mm-hmm. Man, this it's easy, bro. Mm-hmm. Come on, man. Okay, mm-hmm. well, what are your struggles? Mm-hmm. How, what is it that you're not getting? Mm-hmm. Okay, X, Y, Z. Hmm. 
well, this is how it worked for me. Laid it out. Mm-hmm. I mean, lay it out. And then I go try it. And if I'm still facing difficulties, I find a different route. Go to Aziz. Talk to him. There are many different ways to go at the same thing. Yes. I believe in that too, bro. Why do people sit and expect that, oh, there's just one path yep. to a victory? Yep. Or you could come at something a million different ways. Yes. But if you don't read for one, hmm. if you don't have those converse, those meaningful conversations, right? If all you want to do is just link up and turn up and turn up, now you could keep that shit to yourself, man. Because I can turn up by my damn self. <laughs> right. Right? So being able to sit by yourself and listen to your own damn self speak, mm. that's key, man. If you cannot listen to yourself speak, mm. how the hell are you going to listen to somebody else? Mm. How? You need that. You need that time of uh, tranquility. Because honestly, that's, that meditation time is that time where I feel God speaking to me the most. I think everybody needs that time away from everything. And if you don't have that, you're kind of putting yourself at a disadvantage. Yep. Mm-hmm. I always use the... Uh, the analogy of, uh, you know, especially Africans, you've been at that, that you've been in that situation where you were at that African wedding and the music was just too loud for whatever reason, <laughs> too loud. Mm-hmm. And even though you have someone sitting right next to you, they have to yell just for you to hear them. But if you just turn that noise down, mm. they can just whisper mm-hmm. and you hear them. Mm-hmm. To me, that's that's an analogy for life. Mm-hmm. There's so much noise, all these distractions. But once you tune all that out, that little whisper, that inside voice, that you know, godliness that comes in, that's when you're going to hear it. But if you don't know how to tune out, whether it's negativity, distractions, uh, you know, just people, like you said, that are coming in and they're complaining rather than adding something of value, mm-hmm. then you're not going to hear what you need to hear to get to where you need to go. Yeah. Just to, just to piggyback off what AK said earlier, because I think humility is so important. He goes out of his way to create content to guide other people on their journey. Hmm. I remember the, one of the first things me and him talked about when we met was his podcast. And uh, when he told me about his podcast, I said, yeah, I'll definitely check it out. And I literally binged every episode. Mm-hmm. And I think he was shocked. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think he was shocked because I was coming back to him saying, yeah, I watched this and I watched this. And I like how so-and-so said this and da-da-da. Mm-hmm. We started having conversations about everybody that he, that he was interviewing. Mm-hmm. And in hindsight, now that I'm looking at the bigger picture, God was actually preparing me for everything that I'm doing now mm-hmm. through these people. So you literally can take gems mm. from people that are speaking mm-hmm. if you're really paying attention. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's another one of those things that if you have that vertical connection, right? Mm-hmm. If you have that meditation time with God, mm-hmm. he's literally going to direct your path and tell you, okay, this is not by coincidence. Mm-hmm. You guys are supposed to cross paths for a reason. Mm-hmm. You're supposed to learn from each other. Mm-hmm. Pay attention. Mm-hmm. Yo, I, before I met Chico, before I met the guy that uh that that owned the nightclub um um Valerie Holmes yeah right. mm-hmm. yeah we don't we don't fit and we stand out yeah i was already there mm-hmm. it was like i already met them mm-hmm. and there were certain things that he took from them too mm-hmm. i could see it and how he operated mm-hmm. that's the beauty of things yep. like stuck in the middle mm-hmm. man it's powerful man mm-hmm. I'm telling you man it's powerful um you can you connected me to these people yeah you know, even even when I go set to Spectrum right now and I'm talking to Valerie Holmes, right? He's giving me all these different ideas of what I can do and, you know, what I can change and all why not. That's that's big to me. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because it tells me that, yo, even at his own his own level of success, he's still looking back and saying, yes. you know what I mean? Yes. That's my brother right yes. there. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. da, da, da. When I feel like, you know, me and people just want to go out there and spend 
some money. We go there, he gives us a good time. Yes. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? We walk in, he gets on the mic, stuck in the middle of the house. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. Mm-hmm. I'm like, dog, calm down, man. <laughs> like, calm down. You know what I mean? Because I'm not the type of person, like, I'm not, I, I hate. Right, the loud. You know, the loud. Mm-hmm. I just hate it. Mm-hmm. Just let me come and sit me down in my little, little corner, have my own little fun, mm-hmm. and I dip out. Don't be calling my name, man. Leave me alone. <laughs> Don't be calling my name very soon. Very soon, the next thing, the DJ is playing, yelling my name. Ah, nah, mm-hmm. fam, nah. Leave me, mm-hmm. leave, leave me out of that shit. But all I just say is, I would not be able to talk to those guys, right, if they never came on my platform mm-hmm. and seen the work that we trying. No, we doing. Not even trying to really see the work that we doing. Mm-hmm. A lot, of, a lot of people just looking at it like, oh, <laughs> yeah, those are those kids, man. They're just talking. Yeah, those mm-hmm. are those kids, man. They're always looking at the money aspect of it. Mm-hmm. I never, I don't understand this shit, man. Mm-hmm. Always look at the money aspect of it. Is that is that my only source of income? Is that supposed to be my only source of income? Mm-hmm. No, I have my source of income, and I'm using my source of income to drive my passion. Yes, mm-hmm. that's the difference. Yes. That's the difference. I never looked at podcasting as something that would bring me the money. No, mm-hmm. I go take the money and come and put it here. Mm-hmm. But I know for a fact that someday, by God's grace, this, I will see the fruition to it. Yep. Mm-hmm. But I'm in no rush. Yep. Because once that come, I'm going to enjoy every fucking moment of it. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to enjoy it with those who stuck with me to mm-hmm. that point. Mm-hmm. So how do you add value? You provide opportunities for individuals. Mm-hmm to either market their brand, mm-hmm. tell their story, right? Mm-hmm. Come to you and say, I, I can I, can you assist with A, B, and C, right? Mm-hmm. Just like with Holmes, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. He has a nightclub, he comes on your sh- he mm-hmm. comes on your platform, he talks about your nightclub, mm-hmm. now more people know about it. Mm-hmm. Go to his nightclub, he patronizes his nightclub, he talks about SITM, mm-hmm. now more people know yep. about you. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's how you add value. Strategic mm-hmm. moves, man. Mm-hmm. Strategic moves. You just have to, like Joe said, and as he said, connect the dots. Yep. Mm-hmm. If you failed math, that's your problem. Seriously. Mm-hmm. That means you partly failed in life because that skills to connect the dots, mm-hmm. you don't got. Mm-hmm. But that does not mean that your journey ends there. Mm-hmm. You now have to go back and take those classes. I'm not saying you have to go back to school and study math. No. I'm saying pick up a fucking book, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, dog, you ever try having a conversation with somebody and in transit, bro, you sit there and ask yourself, wait, What? Why am I even talking to this cat? Mm. Because we're not even vibing on the same frequency. Mm-hmm. You are vibing set 100 miles per hour and they are just five miles per hour, bro. Just coming. I'm like, dog. <laughs> okay, why you keep talking to me then? Mm-hmm. I'm already telling you this is that, right? Mm-hmm. But you still keep coming. Dog, nah, I'm not. You are taking me back. Mm-hmm. You are taking me back. And I'm trying to push you. Mm. I get it. My... The fastness which I've got something might not be the fastness which you go or Joe, mm-hmm. right? And it and it's vice versa too. Mm-hmm. But at least to try and keep up. Mm-hmm. To try and keep up. That shows uh, uh, um, that you are one cognitive fact that this is what's happening mm-hmm. or this is what we're about to do. And you are willing and able to learn in the process. But then if you use again ego, mm-hmm. if you use the African man like mentality of I know better than you, or who are you to tell me mm-hmm. that you're better? That was not the point. The point was, we wanted to design this thing. Mm-hmm. We started designing this, and let's finish it. Don't leave me halfway, mm-hmm. or don't come at me saying, oh yeah, I know how to, when you don't, mm-hmm. and you're not willing to learn. Mm-hmm. Because adding value too means that you're also open to learn too, mm-hmm. right? So you learn, 
and then in turn apply that. Or you know, you apply it, and then you learn something else from the person that you're working with. Mm. So there's that chain reaction in all of this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's something called the teachability index, right? And the teachability index is really, it's really quite simple. It's a one to 10 scale, and it's based on your ability to learn new information and your willingness to change in a way that is going to help you apply that information. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So if, you're, if your teachability is 10 and your willingness to change is zero, 10 times zero is zero, right? Mm-hmm. No change. Right. Vice versa. Mm-hmm. If your willingness to change is 10, your teachability is zero, mm-hmm. zero times 10, zero. zero. Mm-hmm. Most people's teachability index is very, very low. And if you if you don't correct that, mm-hmm. then your ability to actually learn new information, apply that information, and then grow has been stunted. Yep. So that's, that's a nugget for you. And that's what's happening in Africa. I appreciate everybody that gives feedback, that tunes in, that's been supporting us since we started. Mm-hmm. Uh, continue to support us. We do this for you. Uh, let's build community. Uh, let's continue to support each other and uh, reach out. Um, yeah, I think I just add the same on that note. Um, don't shy away. Don't hesitate. Don't wait for moments. Um, if you see that, um, especially if you're learning from what the the information is providing and you're starting to connect those dots or at least see how much more value it can add to you or even better that you can add, don't hesitate. Um, we live in a connected world or hyper-connected world more than ever. And again, to harp on some of the things that we mentioned, there's a lot of people out there that spend all these times in the DMs and they're a little bit too proud about whoever they think they're connecting with and the perceived value they think that's going to add. But we live in a world where you can reach out to the people that are truly going to have an impact on your life. Don't hesitate to reach out to them. Reach out to us or or even reach out to the people that you uh, we mention and that ultimately uh, connect you with. If it can add value, do so. Yeah, man. Um, I think we've said it all. There's nothing else to add. Again, and at this point, we appreciate you, the listeners. Um, we appreciate the comments. Again, um, feel free. Um, it's not going to cost you anything. You know, I mean, you're not going to lose any sight or hearing if you subscribe to the channel. If you actually leave a review for us, you know what I mean. We'll greatly, greatly appreciate that. Um, share this episode. You know, what I mean, with a friend or two. Broadcast on your WhatsApp, man. Again, it's not going to take anything away from you, man. Um, if you like the information, just know somebody else who might like the information. If you appreciate it, just know somebody else might appreciate it. If you don't like it, that's cool, too. We appreciate the time you took to listen to it, man. Um, follow us on all streaming platforms. I mean, subscribe to our podcast on all streaming platforms. Follow us on all social media at Palm Wine Central. Palm Wine, Palm Wine Central. But now nah, this is Palm Wine Central. I appreciate Aziz. I appreciate you, Joe. Likewise. Smoking Joe. Mm-hmm. Aziz, we got to come up with a, with, a, with, a, with a tag name for you, man. Um, Boss. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to say boss or boss moves. I knew it. <laughs> yeah, man. Boss man Aziz. That's what I'm call you. Boss man Aziz. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. My fellas, um, boss man Aziz. Sticking, man. Um, Smoking Joe. I'm Uncle AK. Listening to Pound One Central. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Have a great week. You know, wear your mask. Be safe out there. Uh, let's keep let's keep retweeting, you know, all this different crisis that's happening in Africa right now. Let's keep retweeting. Let's keep creating awareness to it. Um, Yeah.
Turn the lights slow. Can you feel the vibe? Can you feel the vibe? Can you feel the fire now? 